Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Father God. Hallelujah. We worship You. We worship You. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Father God. Praise You, Lord. The move of His Spirit is... His Spirit's always moving. We don't have to try to get Him to do anything. His Spirit's always moving. There's always a flow of the Spirit happening. It's up to us to just tune in, to just jump in the flow. And the more of us, I believe, that are going to jump in that flow, the better the service is going to go. The more you're going to get, the more you're going to hear His voice clearly. When something is said that's the voice of God, you're going to, you're going to receive it as such, not just as words of a man, but as words of, of God Himself. And that just takes us jumping in the flow of the Spirit. We just yield to You now, Lord. We yield to Your Spirit. Thank You, Lord, that the, that the move of the Spirit is here. We're, we don't have to go somewhere. We don't have to, to pray it up. We don't have to ask for it. Father God, we just yield to Your Spirit now who's moving and guiding and directing us in this place. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord, for the life that flows in the move of Your Spirit. Thank You, Father God, for answers that come to those who are needing answers. Thank You, Father God, for the healing that flows so easily when your spirit's moving and allowed to move how he wants to move. We yield to him. We yield to him now. Thank you, Father God, for your spirit. Thank you, Lord, that he flows in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We look to you. We praise your name and glorify you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Well, we might be doing that some more here in a bit, but I just believe that the Lord's here and His presence is in this place. And the more you're aware of it, the more you acknowledge Him being here, the more, the more it's just real to you. It's like, oh yeah, there He is. There's His voice. There's the peace of God that's on the inside right now. And, and His presence comes with all He is. Amen? He doesn't, he doesn't just leave part of Him back in heaven and just manifest just certain things here. It's all of who He is. All His promises come with His presence. And everything that we need is found in this place. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, I, uh, I have some on my heart that I believe that people are dealing with. Sometimes how I'm getting things from God lately is just, I sense people need stuff. And like people are in a certain place. And, uh, and may, maybe that's the pastoral gift or something like that going on. But, but knowing, the, knowing the condition of the flock is, uh, is, first of all, God's job. And He knows the condition of everybody here. And uh, you might think you know you really well, but you don't know you like He knows you. <laughs> and He knows you really well. He knows what you need even when you don't know what you need. Amen? And so, um, what, what I believe that the Lord's going to be showing us tonight is, is just getting out of some ruts in life, getting out of some things where we've just been in the same rut, and, and uh, the way it kept coming to me was just doing things in your own strength, how if we just keep doing things in our own strength, we get worn out, we, get, we, we lack joy, we lack uh, the ability to rejoice in the middle of that, we lack, uh, we, we lack the effectiveness that comes by doing it in His strength. If, if you are finding yourself ineffective in what you're doing, it might be because it's just you doing it. And you making it happen. I remember uh, when the, one time the Lord led me to do something. 
and, uh, and, and, and it was like buying and selling stuff. And, he's, and, and it was obvious, and I was like, man, look, God's really leading me to do this. I know he is. And so I decided I was just going to jump in and do it. It's like, God told me to do it. I feel the leading of the Spirit there. I'm going to just do it. And, uh, and I did it, and it turned out horribly, and I was confused. I was like, how is that even possible? I, I got a leading from the Lord. I did it, and it didn't turn out well at all. And, uh, and then a few months, and, and so I backed off. I like lost money on it and everything. I was buying and selling stuff, and I'm like, okay, that was scary. I'm not going to do that again. Let's not, let's not waste money here. And, uh, and, then, and then the Lord led me to do it again. He, he kept leading me to do this. And I said, well, God, it didn't turn out so good last time. Are you sure I'm supposed to do this? And he said, yeah, but I'm, good, I'm going to do it with you. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Rather than me just like figuring it out on my own, which, which, I, which I initially did, I then started saying, okay, God, what exactly do you want me to purchase? When do you want me to purchase it? For how much do you want me to purchase it? And I started just asking a lot more questions and looking to him a lot more and, and realizing that if I just went and tried to do something that God said to do on my own, I was going to mess it up. Which, which is what I did. And I learned that he wants to do things with us. He wants to do things through us beyond what we're capable of doing, beyond uh, what we're... You don't know how things are going to turn out. You don't know what the end result is, but he does. And so when we're listening to him, you know, the Bible says... That if you acknowledge him in all your ways, he will make your path straight. Lean not on your own understanding, but, but look to him in all your ways. That doesn't mean just the big ones. A lot of people think, oh, if it's, got a big, it's, it's a big decision, I should look to the Lord and pray. That's a good idea. But even in your small decisions, even in the day-to-day stuff that you do, look to him. Acknowledge him. Say, God, what do you think about this? How should I go about this? So many times we, we get something from God and then are like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to do that. I'm going to figure out how to do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't figure it out. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, in every decision that you make, in the, throughout the entire process, acknowledge Him, and He will he'll make the path straight. He's going to make it successful. I can tell you that after I started doing that, after I started looking to the Lord on every decision that we were, that we were making financially as far as buying and selling and investing, uh, all of a sudden things started really working, and, and I didn't make... Uh, I didn't make a bad transaction after that. Everything made money after that. And that was because he wanted, he wanted to, me to look to him for it. Not figure it out on my own. Not just do a bunch of research and say, okay, pros and cons. This is the pros and cons. No, he's, he wants us to look to him. Amen? And so I believe that there's a grace from God to do what you are called to do. And some of you, when you hear the word called... You think of the calling of God, the ministry calling of God. But really, it's, it's everything in life. There's not anything in life that God doesn't want to be a part of. He wants to be integrated in every aspect of what you do. In your job, in your parenting, in the way that you, you and your spouse communicate, in the way that you uh, mow, when you mow your yard, when you do even the most mundane task that you can think of, God wants to be a part of that. He desires to be in there doing it with you. And when He's allowed to, when you give Him the place to, there's a grace there. 
There's a grace there that keeps you doing it and not getting worn out. Getting, keeping you sustained in what you're doing. And I, I can, this, this is what uh, I was sensing, is people were just getting worn out just doing the same old thing and feeling like there was a rut in their life. And it's just like, man, this is, life is just getting tough. And it wasn't, it wasn't the big calling of God that was, that was the tough part. It was the day-to-day stuff, man. Taking care of my kids or going to school. Got school coming up. How am I supposed to do that? How, how in the world? And all these different things in life that you look to and say, man, this, I, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Good. <laughs> Good. You, you, and now you shouldn't try to go figure it out. What you should try to do is look to Him and He'll give you the answers on how to figure it out. The way He does it and the way He wants you to do it is going to work way better than how you figure it out. And so it's, it's really a simplistic way of going about life. And it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be difficult, complicated, you know, knowing everything in and out. It's supposed to be simple. It's, it's a relationship. It's a relationship where you and God, He said He'd leave, never leave you. He'd never forsake you. So that means He's with you while you're doing it, whether you know it or not, whether you acknowledge Him or not. He's in you doing that right, right then, no matter what it is. And so, uh, anything that we do in life that, that is um, necessary for life, uh, there's, there's a scripture I'm going to get to, but necessary for life and godliness, God's grace is there to help you do it. If it's outside of what is necessary for life, and it's outside of really what is godly, then there is no grace to do it. And so sometimes it's about finding doing the right thing. You know, if, you're, if you've been at the same job and God's been trying to call you away from that job for a while, it might be hard to do it with grace. It might be hard to have the grace of God working through you to do something where He's trying to get you away from. That's, that's a real thing. Also, um, <clears throat> He's not going to help you do the wrong thing. Like, you know, sometimes, sometimes we don't look at it as, as just saying at the, at, at the job that you're not supposed to be at as the wrong thing, but like sin. He's not going to help you sin. <laughs> there's no grace there and empowerment to do the wrong thing. However, there's empowerment for godliness, which means there's grace to do the right thing instead. There's grace to step out of sin and do the right thing. And I'm not really going to go down the path of getting out of sin, but it's, it's more of just what you do in life, the everyday things that you, that you do, the, the, the grind. Everyone experienced the grind before? Am I the only one that's ever experienced the grind? There is a better way than grinding it out. There is a better way. There is a way where you turn to God and He gives you the ability and the grace to do it and you're smiling the whole time. And, you got, and you're laughing about it. And it's almost like it's easy. Even though there's stuff that you don't want to do, even though there's times where it's hard labor, even though there's times where it seems difficult in the natural, it's easy on the inside. It's, it's like it's God's grace is helping you do it. And, and that happens when, A, you're doing what you're supposed to do, and B, when you're looking to Him in the middle of it. If you're not looking to Him and turning to Him and seeking Him and, and saying, God, I need you on this one, I need you on this one, and just, just lean on Him. When you're doing it and leaning on Him at the same time, it works. It flows. Things work out. You'll, you'll make... 
the right choices at the right time. You'll have, you, it'll be like, how are you in the right place at the right time? How did you know that decision was going to work out that way? How did you know that it's like, I was just, I was just walking with the Lord and we we're just doing life together and, and all of a sudden things work the way they're supposed to. You just end up at the right place at the right time with the right people, with the right resources, enough, more than enough resources with the ability to do what he's called you to do when it's just you and him. It's a very simple way of looking at life, but it's the way that Jesus looked at life. It's the way that Paul looked at life. And it's the way that overcomers look at life. And so when you have this perspective and when you're doing this, there's, there's almost this, I can do anything, anything. There's, there's almost now no fear. And it really should be that way. I can do all things. Through. And that verse becomes real to you. It becomes so rock solid because... He's with me now, and I don't have to do this on my own, in my own strength. I can do all things through Christ, can be like this burden. It, it could, you could feel like someone put a burden on your shoulders. I don't really think I can do all things. Like, what about those really big things? What about, you know, doing something really big for God? You can do that through Christ. That's the key part of that verse. You can do it through Christ. Not through you. You can't do it through you. You'll fail through you. And even if you succeed through you, it's going to come out way worse than you want it to. It's going to come out with a lot of uh, burden on you. It's going to come out with a lot of, uh, I don't know if I could wake up another day. Even though I did it and it was successful, I willpowered it through. At the end of the day, you're tired. You're worn out. You're burnt out. And this is a reason a lot of people get burnout in ministry and, and in serving. If you've been serving, doing things in the church, you can get burnout if you do it in your own strength. If you do it and you're not acknowledging the grace of God that helps you do it. Amen? Turn with me to Ephesians 2. You guys have probably heard this verse before. It's a fairly popular one. And you might say, well, how, how is this connecting? And I'll, I'll connect it with the next verse that I read. So, Second Corinth, or Ephesians 2, sorry. <laughs> Ephesians 2, verse 8 says, For grace you've been saved through faith, not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. For grace you've been saved through faith. How, how are you saved? The grace of God came to you. It came to you in the form of Jesus dying on the cross for your sins. You heard about it. That word of grace came to you. You received it by faith, believed it, and you got saved. That's, that's how it works, right? Pretty simple, not difficult. Okay, turn with me a few pages later to Colossians just like three or four pages down the road. Colossians 2 and verse 6. It says this, As you therefore have received Christ, uh, Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. Same way you got saved. You had the grace of God to you. You heard about it. By His word you heard about it. And then you believed it. And that's how you got saved. Now that's how you walk. Walking is, is 
synonymous with just doing life. It's how you live. It's how you, it's, it's how you conduct yourself on a day-to-day basis. How should you conduct yourself on a day-to-day basis? I receive the grace of God. I believe it by faith. And then I do it. That's how it works. Everything in life is designed this way. It's, it's simple. You know who, you know who um, are some of the easiest people to get healed and some of the easiest people to get saved, some of the easiest people that you can instruct and all of a sudden they're doing something that's like, that's impressive. It's a kid. In the kids' ministry, we see this all the time where kids get other kids healed. We'll have kids that just got saved getting other kids healed. It happens consistently. Well, they don't know what they're doing. Apparently, you don't really need to know a whole lot to do it. (laughs) Apparently, it's just as easy as getting saved, which is what the Scripture says. It's that easy. You, you, You saw the grace of God. You saw how good He was towards you. You believed it. You spoke it. You confessed it. And you did it. And so faith always has actions. But that's exactly how you live your life now. You don't get saved and then go try to clean up your life. Oh, I got to try to get sin out of my life. Don't, don't try to do that. Try to go to God to do it for you. When I say do it for you, He's going to assist you. He's going to give you the grace, the ability to overcome it. To do, what you've, to, to do it the right way. I can, I can tell you, when, after I had my encounter with the Lord when I was 21... Um, the Lord told me, he said, spend time with me. It was actually an answer to a question that I had when I said, God, what is my purpose? What do you want, what do you want me to do with my life? And his answer was, spend time with me. And I thought at the time that it was just kind of this kick the can down the road kind of answer, like, I'll spend time with you, you spend time with me, and I'll tell you eventually what, what your purpose is. But really, that was the answer to the question. It was to spend time with him. Why were Adam and Eve created in the garden to begin with? For fellowship with the Lord. He, he wants fellowship with us more than anything else. He wants our hearts, right? More than he wants your correct behavior. More than he wants your worship and your praise. He wants your heart and all of you. And so that requires you spending time with him. You can't, he can't have you without your time. Just can't. So anyway, he, he started talking to me about this. And I said, okay. I'll spend time with you. And I, and I started doing that every day, spending time with the Lord, just talking to Him and just asking Him questions and, and just having an open dialogue with Him. And I noticed some things that happened right away. All of a sudden, things that I was doing were changing. I started acting different. I started talking different. I, it wasn't because I was trying to. And in fact, at the time, I had no Christian friends Zero Christian friends. It's not like I all of a sudden had great influences in my life that were believers and so they were rubbing off on me. God was rubbing off on me. God all of a sudden started, His character started changing my character. His, his ways and the way He thought started, started infiltrating the way I thought. And it was just through spending time with Him, talking to Him, and I started, you know, if you, if you know any of my story, story I stopped, I stopped, doing drugs. I stopped getting drunk. I stopped uh, a lot of things that I, that I shouldn't have been doing. And it just happened seemingly effortlessly. It seemed like it was effortless to, to make these changes. 
Because it wasn't really me doing them. It was God doing them in me because I was yielded to Him, because I was turning to Him, because I was talking to Him, acknowledging Him in all, in all my ways, and everything that I did, it was just things were getting cleaned up in my life. Not only did that happen, but I noticed I had like a new outlook on life that it was awesome. My life all of a, all of a sudden became awesome. It really did. And like if you look in the outside, nothing changed. I was living with friends at the time. I was pretty much a loser. Uh, didn't, have, didn't have a lot going for me in the natural. I really didn't. But on the inside, it was like everything had changed. It was like all of a sudden, man, life's going awesome. Well, why? Well, it's not because I'm making more money. It's not because I, I have all these good things going for me. It's because God's with me now, and I have this relationship, and, and I just know that being with Him, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. It's like all of a sudden peace came into my life, and I just knew life was good after that. And it really became awesome. And then I started seeing the effects of having an awesome life because I was with God. I started seeing the effects roll out into the other realms of my life. Like, I got a, I got a job about two months later where I was making... I went from basically... So if you don't know the story, I'm going to give you just a quick version. Maybe we can connect later on it. But I was a live-in nanny with someone, and I was their drug dealer at the time. <laughs> Pretty, pretty cool story. <laughs> and all of a sudden, when at the time I had this encounter with God that was life-changing. I've never been the same since. I was 21 years old. And all of a sudden, I changed. Everything about me changed. And it wasn't because I did it. It was because God came into my life. He was... He was trying to get in my life for a long time. So there is the part of you have to let him in. You have to acknowledge him for him to do these things. But it was like everything changed. I went from being their nanny to all of a sudden, uh, a couple months later, I, I gave up drug dealing right away. I knew that was wrong without anyone even telling me. <laughs> Surprise, right? Um, <laughs> I, I was such an entrepreneurial mind growing up that I just I just thought that way. I, for the longest time, I was doing I was selling drugs and not even I hadn't even done a drug yet for months. I was I was just dealing it because I I needed money. I was broke. And uh, don't do that, by the way. It's, there's no grace to help you deal drugs, by the way. <laughs> so I started looking to the Lord, and he in a couple months I got a job. Um, in Utah, actually, and uh, and was out there doing electrical work on the oil and gas fields, and uh, and that was like seventy thousand dollars a year. It just happened like that fast, and and what what that ended up doing was it got me out of all the debt. I'd made a bunch of dumb decisions with credit cards and stuff. Got me out, all out of debt on my feet, and and life just turned around super fast because this opportunity came. God said, "Take it," and I ran with it, and uh, and then. Time after time, thing after thing started happening in my life where things just worked. A year later, I met my wife. 
and uh, and and like it was totally a God thing that He brought her to me, and and it wasn't me out there trying to figure it out on my own. I wasn't trying to make a relationship happen. I wasn't looking to get married. It was just I'm looking to God, and all of a sudden He's pointing someone out to me, and then it then it was right, and it was the grace of God making it happen. And when that when it's the grace of God doing it, it just works. It's it works, and so. Everything that we do is designed to be that way. It's designed to be, okay, God, how do you want me to do this? Okay, God, what, what does this look like? How, what, 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 should, what would be the right thing to do in this situation? And, and then there's, there's the knowing. There, there, it takes that, and it takes the knowing that anything you need to do, that there's grace for it. Anything that you're called to do, anything that comes in life, that you're supposed to do, whether it's wake up five times in the middle of the night with that infant, whether it's, you know, go do something really huge like go to Africa and start a, a church there, or whatever it is that he's calling you to do, could be the most seemingly natural thing, or it could be the most biggest thing you've ever thought of. God's grace is there to do it. And so it's, so for us, it's a position of, I can do it, I guess. I, I guess if you said it, I guess if it's a part of life, I can do it. Not because I'm good enough, or I'm strong enough, or I'm smart enough, or because I can go figure it out. It's, I have the one who is more than a conqueror right here. I have, I have Jesus on the inside of me, and through Him, I can do all things. I can do all things. Amen? Amen. Uh, turn with me to First uh, Corinthians fifteen ten. First Corinthians. It's a left turn. See, Paul had this type of mentality in his life. <clears throat> he said this in verse ten. He said, "But by the grace of God, by the grace of God, I am what I am." And his grace toward me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. So what does the grace of God on you look like? It looks like you're getting stuff done. It looks like you're, you're accomplishing a lot of stuff. But look at how Paul's thinking about it. He's not thinking, man, this is tough. Oh man, doing all this th- things... How many know that some of this labor he's talking about isn't just ministry? Some of it is building tents. Some of it is all sorts of natural things that he had to do in life. And it, he's like, it wasn't me doing it. It was the grace of God in me doing it. When that's your perspective in the middle of doing it, it's easy. It's not easy in the, in the flesh. It's just easy on the inside. It's not, it's not just, it's, oh man, this is going to, I don't know if I can go another day to work. It's just so tough. Dealing with my boss is so difficult. Dealing with my coworker, it's so tough. Uh, doing, uh, how many more years am I going to be doing this? Listen, that happens when there's a lack of perspective of the grace of God allowed to work in you. When you allow Him to do it, when you look to Him, when you lean on Him, the grace is there. Bible college. I've seen some people go through Bible college. They, I'm shocked they passed. 
But they did, and a lot of them passed with flying colors and great, you know, great grades. And it's like, how did they do that? Well, it looked like they worked their tail off. But it wasn't just them working their tail off in the natural and in their own strength. It was God in them assisting them and, and empowering them to do it and causing them to get the right answer on the test and causing them to, to stay up later and study and still wake up refreshed. All these things happen when you're leaning on the grace of God. Everything becomes not so difficult now. Even those things that are impossible for you. There's things that are impossible for you to do. But God's specialty is the impossible. That's exactly what He wants to do in you is the thing that's impossible for you to do. And so if, if your life looks a bunch of, like a bunch of things that you can just do and that's what your life looks like, that it's just, oh yeah, I just do what I can do and here it goes. I bet you the grace of God is kind of toward you in vain a little bit. That might sound a little harsh, but there's probably the grace of God towards you that you're not using, that you're not accessing, that you're not, you're not saying, here, I guess I have the grace of God to do something bigger than what I can just do by myself. When God's plan always exceeds what you can do. God's plan for your life always exceeds what you can do in your own strength. If you can do it in your own strength, it's probably way below God's plan. It's probably way below what He's really calling you to do. It's going to take you looking to Him. It's going to take you saying, God, I can't do this. You're going to say, I know. I didn't create you to do it on your own. I created you to do it with me. And watch, through me, I'll get, we'll do it and it'll be amazing. It'll come out so awesome. I mean, think about Moses, right? It came to him, Moses, you're going to lead all of my people out of, out of Egypt. And he's like, What? I can't do that. First of all, I just murdered a dude or killed a guy. So there's that against me. And I have this stuttering problem. And no one's going to listen to what I have to say. So I can't do this. And he argued with the Lord for a while on, on whether he could do it or not. And eventually, Lord, Lord's convinced him, you can do it. I'll be with you. He kept saying that. I'll be with you. And he would throw his he'd throw his rod out, and all of a sudden it would it would turn to a snake, and be like, look, look, that's the Lord showing His power, showing that He's with you doing this. That it's not just you, Moses; it's God doing it with you. How many know that? A lot of times Moses would be like, situation after situation after situation would come up where it was like things are impossible. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn to the Lord, Lord. What should we do here? Moses, lift up your staff. Okay, we'll do what you say. All of a sudden, the sea parts. Impossible situation. Impossible scenario happening. What does he do? Turns to God. When he turns to God, God get, provides the way. And, and, and he's doing it through Moses. Notice he's not, God's not like, Moses, just get out of the way. Let me do this. Now he's like, Moses, I'm going to do it through you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it with you. I, I want you to cooperate with me. I'm going to give you the grace to do it. But you need to have the faith to believe that I'm going to do it through you. Isn't that what we're talking about? Isn't that how what we see in Colossians 2.6? That how we receive Jesus, grace through faith, that's how He wants us to walk. That's how He wants us to live. 
All right, I need the grace of God. When you got saved, I need the grace of God. I need help. I can't do, I can't get to heaven on my own. I can't get rid of all this, this weight of sin on my own. I need help. You look to the Lord, He gives you grace, and you received it and believed it and said, okay, I believe it. Here I go. Jesus, you're my Lord. You're my Savior. I give my life to you. Wow, I guess I'm saved. Did you, did you feel anything? Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. It didn't really matter if you felt it or not, right? What mattered is, well, God said this, so that's true. God told, God told me this in His Word, so that's true. So that's where I'm going to be settled. I'm not going to worry about if I'm saved or not anymore. Because He said that that's how you get saved. I did it. I believed in my heart. I spoke it. Therefore, it's done deal. Everything that comes up in life, every, type, every roadblock, seemingly roadblock, everything that comes against you, it's for you to turn to the Lord and say, God, what are we going to do about this? What, what, God, I, I'm going to need your help on this one too. And it's everything. It's not just the big things. It's the little things. Watch. A lot of times you create your big roadblocks by ignoring Him on the little things. A lot of times you, you get into a place where you're not supposed to be because you haven't been acknowledging Him in all of your ways. And, and when you acknowledge Him in all of your ways, your path's straight. If you just acknowledge Him on the big decisions, your path is going gonna to cross that path. It's going to go back and forth over it. But it's not going to stay on it. It's not going to look straight. It's going to look straight when you're like, God, I'm looking to you. I'm turning to you for every decision, for everything. And, and some, of those, some of those things that He's going to give you answers on, it's not going to be like a, Thus saith the Lord, brush your teeth after you shower, right? <laughs> some of it's going to be like, well, He's going to say, Well, what's in your heart to do? What, 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 what do you think? Because it's a, it's a relationship where He's not a dictator. He's not sitting there trying to command every part of your life. But he knows what's best for you. And sometimes what's best for you is what, what, what's already in your heart that you want to do. And, he'll, and he knows that. So he's like, okay, well, you, you choose. You, you decide what you want to do in this situation. And, and here's the thing. If, if it's off and you're still acknowledging him, he'll, he'll correct it. He'll say, wait, pump the brakes. Go this way instead. And so there's really not a, a lot of scary choices that you have to make when you're in constant communication with Him about what you're doing. And, uh, and so many times, people who, who want to be led by the Lord, I, wanna, I want my the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, right? I want that. Notice that it says a righteous man, someone who's right with God, doing the right things. Really, what starts with being led by the Lord, it starts with doing things with integrity. It starts with doing things with integrity. That might, that might seem like it's coming out of left field, but when you are doing the right thing the right way, that's the beginning point of being led by the Spirit. He's not going to lead you to do something 
and have it not be done the right way and have it not be done with integrity and have have you say one thing do another and and be all wishy-washy and flaky and you committed to this and you committed to go serve here and you never showed up you committed to a life group and you never responded or never went and come on when we're people of integrity, we're stepping into the flow of the Spirit of God. We're stepping into acknowledging Him in all of our ways. If you're acknowledging God in all your ways, when you commit to something, he's, and you go back to acknowledge Him about that commitment, He's going to say, listen, this is what we do. This is what godliness is. We follow through with what we committed to. We, we do exactly what we say we're going to do. And when that happens, all right, all right, Lord, I know that's not going to be fun. I know it's not going to be like, okay, here we go. But when I do it because it's, it's part of godliness, he's there. He's there to, to help me. He's there to empower me to do it. And it's going to be done with the right way. Amen? All right, turn with me. Last one. Second uh, Peter. I think I mentioned I was going to read this one here earlier. Second Peter two. Sorry, Second Peter one. If I can find it. There we go. 2 Peter 1, verses, starting in verse 2, says this, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So grace, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the empowerment of God on you to do something. God's grace is, is Him assisting you. We need grace in every part of our life. There's not one area in your life where if you did it without the grace of God, that it would still be amazing. If you're doing it with the grace of God, it's going to turn out amazing and you're going to be refreshed all the way through it, not, not struggling. Grace and peace be multiplied to you. There's, there's a correlation between grace, doing it with, by the grace of God, and peace. If, you, if you're experiencing a lack of peace, it's probably because there's a lack of grace in that area that you're doing something. Like, man, I just don't have any peace in this. Well, maybe that's because you're not acknowledging the grace of God and accessing that in what you're doing. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of, Je- and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3, And His divine power, His divine power, again, Uh, Anything that comes from God that is to help assist us, that we didn't earn. By the way, we didn't earn anything from God. We should be the other way. We've, We've earned a lot of bad things. But anything that came by unmerited favor, it's the grace of God. So here we go. His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. That's a, that's a powerful statement right there. All things that pertain to life and godliness have been given to us by His divine power. So, this thing that we need to live out our life, this power that we need to do those seemingly mundane things, notice it says life. 
Again, it's talking about just walking. It's talking about everything that you do. It's not talking about, oh, that when you're in ministry, when you're, when you're up leading all these people. No, when you, everything that you need for life is given to you by His power. Everything that's for godliness. So this, this should remove the word, I can't, from our vocabulary. I can't should, be, should go away. I can't is a thing the old, old you used to say. I can't was the guy who didn't know Jesus. I can't was the, was the guy that's buried uh, with Jesus in that tomb. The original, you know, when he was crucified. I can't is no longer in our vocabulary. What is in our vocabulary now? I can do all things through Christ. I've been given all things pertaining to life and godliness. I have them. I'm not trying to get them. I'm not saying, God, please give them to me. If you've been praying for things that you need in life and for godliness, God, help me do this. Listen, you already have been given it. You already have it on the inside. It's not, you're not trying to convince God to give you something that you already have. He's already given it to you. Now, accessing that is turning to Him. It's turning to Him. It's turning back to Him and acknowledging Him. Accessing what ha- what's been given to you in the Spirit on the inside of you takes you to look to Him and say, God, I need help. God, you said all things to life. So I'm going to remind you of what you just said. I'm going to remind you of your word. And I'm going to believe it now. And then, and then watch what happens. Things get taken care of. Those things that you thought were impossible become seemingly easy. And that's the way God wants to do it through you. He wants to do it through you by you saying, Okay, God, I guess your word's true. That, is that, does that sound like the grace of God? By His power, given all things pertaining to life and godliness. There's the grace of God. What's our part? Okay, I guess it's true. (laughs) And so I'm going to believe it's true, and I'm going to live like it's true. I'm going to act. I'm going to do things and say, all right, God, if you said do this, I guess I can do it now. It kind of reminds me of like my kids sometimes where, you know, they're like standing on the edge of something and I'm wanting them to jump to me or, or, or maybe they're going on a roller coaster ride or something that they see is like, I can't do that. And I'm like, listen, I'm right here. You can do it. I promise you can do it. You can jump to me. I'll catch you. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know. Listen, you can do it. I sometimes think that that's kind of how God's doing things. Listen, you can do this. You can do it. Well, I don't, I don't know. I've, this seems really difficult. It seems like a really far drop. It seems like a really big task, task to do. It seems like doing this in the, the way I've done it before. It, I, I remember it not working out so well. I remember getting burnt out doing that same thing over and over and over again. And he's saying, listen, you can do it. You can do it. Believe you can do it because I've said you can do it. And if it's just based off of what he said, it's enough. Amen? Amen. We'll keep reading here. Through, I'm starting in the middle of verse 3. Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which 
have been uh, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust so much inside of that verse but we have precious promises this is how we partake of the divine nature of God this is what it looks like he speaks he promises and we say okay all right that's true and and not only do we say it, it's not just a mental yes that's true it's a i start living my life completely differently than i did before i believed that promise it's like um it's like if you if all of a sudden you heard God say to you, either through his word, through a minister, or through him personally saying it to you, however he speaks, which he speaks by all those ways, if he were to say, listen, divine healing is my purpose for you. I'm going to heal anything that happens to you because I did it 2,000 years ago. By Jesus' stripes, you were healed. If you were to hear that, by the way, That's the grace of God coming to you. Coming to you in the form of a word, of something that He wants in your life. You saying, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. It's going to take a shift of of a lifestyle now to, to say, you really do believe that. You really do believe that. Because all of a sudden, man, I don't know if I need to take these pills. I don't know if I really need to believe what this doctor said. I don't know if I really need to... And you start questioning all those things that are against the word that came to you. Start questioning, I guess. Well, what about this? And start unraveling those things that have have been a thought pattern and a system of thinking of something that was contrary to what God had said. Because that's how the enemy works. He gets you to, to start thinking and believing something different than what he has said. Something opposite. Something He starts you questioning God. When really, the word of God should get us questioning the world. Should get us questioning the way the world thinks and what the world does. And, and maybe I shouldn't, you know base all my I'm healthy because of what I eat or I'm healthy because of what I do or these are the genes of my parents so I'm going to turn out the same way or whatever it might be. No, God said I'm healed. He said 2,000 years ago that by Jesus' stripes I was healed. And so now I'm just healed. I don't have to act like that's not true anymore. And so once... A word comes to you once the grace of God comes to you. It's up to us to to say, okay, that's true. And that's the faith part of it. That's the faith part of it. When God has given you direction, it's the same thing. When He's given you a path to take in life. When He gives you, hey, don't go, don't marry this person. Hey, don't go, don't go down this road. Hey, it could be something small. Hey, you, you want to take this way home instead of this way? <clears throat> that's the grace of God. That's the grace. That's Him helping. That's Him doing something in your life that you couldn't do without Him. And when you receive it and say, okay, all right, God, I'm going to do it that way. 
I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to, I'm going to be obedient to that. Then all of a sudden, you're walking out the way that you received the Lord in the beginning. And that's the way life is done as a believer. It's not meant to be complicated. It's not meant to be like a bunch of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, formulas that you... Impl- you know, all these formulas that I can do. Maybe if I pray this every day and say this scripture and quote this one over this situation or, or, or maybe if I... You know, maybe it's this. Stop formulizing everything and just start looking to the Lord who's going to give you the grace to do whatever you need to do. He's going to give you the ability to know it. I, I remember um, sometimes when I'm helping someone get healed, it can be like, there could be quite a few different reasons on why someone's not receiving. But here's, here's how I approach it. God's going to help us figure this out. He's given us everything in His Word. He's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. We're going to figure this out. And guess what? It's not going to be difficult. It's just not. It's going to be easy. We're going to figure it out. God's going to speak. He's going to reveal the problem. He's going to reveal the roadblock, whatever it might be. And we're going to, you're going to get healed. And when we approach things that way, when we approach it that way, whatever it is, whether it's, maybe it's something in your finances. I don't know how we're going to pay this. We're in so big of a debt here. I don't, I don't see how that's possible. Well, what has God said? He said He's given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. It's godly to be debt free. It's godly to not be under the bondage of a large debt hanging over your head. And so guess what? He's given you by His power the ability to overcome that, the ability to come out from underneath that. How? It's going to take you trusting in Him, take you looking to Him in every situation, and trusting, I'm going to be okay. It's going to be fine. God's going to take care of this problem. He's taking care of every other problem we've ever faced. And when, when we look to Him, He always answers. When we look to Him, He always knows what to do. Amen. Nothing surprises God. It's not like, oh, you're in how much debt? <laughs> I don't think God's ever responded to anybody that way. It's just, yep, I got a plan already for this. I already have a way for you to overcome. I already have an answer to this bill that you think you can't pay. I already have an answer to your tuition that, that you're worried about when I told you to go to LBC. I already have an answer for all those things that you think are some really big thing. From his perspective, it's tiny. And for us, we just look to the Lord. God, what do you want us to do? We get his perspective. We start saying things like he says. We speak those things that are not as though they were. That's how God talks. That's the, that's the language of faith. And then, all of a sudden, it starts changing. And it starts changing, and all of a sudden, you're not even surprised anymore that stuff, impossible stuff is happening. All of a sudden, you're like, yep, this is awesome. God's awesome. You're still grateful. You're still excited about it. But it's really not that big of a surprise anymore. It's just, this is what God does. And He's this good. And He cares about me in every little situation. There's nothing too small that, that, he's, that He's not concerned of. 
everything that you are concerned of, He's concerned of more. That's why we're told to cast our cares on Him. Because He cares about them more than you do. That problem that you're facing, that issue in life that you're, that you're worried about, He cares way more about it than you do. So much so that He's like, listen, I don't want you to care about it because if you just give it to me, I'll take care of it. I'll do it. Look to me. Ask me how to handle it. Ask me, ask me where the solution's coming from. Start seeking me. I'll give you the answers. Maybe I'll lead you to get another job. Most people, that's probably not the answer. But some, maybe that's what it is. It could look like you're working really hard. Working more. It's possible. But it's not going to be you struggling to do it. It's not going to be you, oh, I can't, I, I'm getting no sleep every night. This is so difficult. This is so tough. I'm, I'm, I'm excluding my family from my life. I've got my priorities all out of whack. If your priorities are all out of whack, that probably wasn't the Lord leading you to get that second job. But there are things that the Lord's going to lead you to do, lead you to talk to different people. He's going to bring people along. Things are going to line up and, and solutions will come. When you have the mentality that I can do this. I can do this. There's nothing that I can't do through Jesus. Jesus gives me the strength to do all things. Everything that pertains to life and godliness, I have. Amen. Say, I have, I have all things, all things that, pertain that pertain to life, to life and, godliness. and godliness. I can do all things, do all things through, Christ, through Christ who strategies. strengthens me. All things, all things are possible. To me, because I believe that God has given me all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen? Amen. Come on, there should be a stirring in you of like, I can go run through a wall right now. And Jesus ran through walls, right? <laughs> I can do anything. There's nothing that can cross my path. The enemy, throw everything you got at me. Bring it. There's nothing that you can do that can slow me down, stop me. I got all that I need. I got the Spirit of God on the inside of me. I have His Word. He's standing here with me. God's backing me up right now. I got angels on the side of me. There's, there's nothing that's going to stop me. There's nothing that's going to stop you. If you have this mentality when you start approaching these problems, they just start shrinking. And they become nothing. And they become so easy. And then your faith works. Then your faith will move mountains. Will look like mountains in the natural. Just little speed bumps. And they're just going to be brushed out of the way. They're just going to be gone with a little word. Little you said something and it just moved off to the side. And that problem was just fixed. And it didn't take you mustering up great faith. It took you saying, okay, I guess God's got this. So here we go. And I'm going to say what he says. And I'm going to do what he says to do. And it's going to work out. And then all of a sudden those huge things, people around you. What? You did what? God just did what for you? Yeah. That's normal. And it just becomes ever increasing. Amen? Amen? Amen. So don't look at your problems like problems. Look at them like there's an answer to that. There's That problem is just something that God already saw that's about to get changed. They're just little speed bumps along the way. 
And God's taking him out of the way because he's going to show me what to do. He's going to give me the wisdom to handle it. And I, and I got this. I got this. Everyone say, I got this. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Pastor Mark, you got anything? Yeah, I'm done. Amen. Well, God is good. Anybody get anything out of that tonight? Well, that was good stuff. There's one thing, earlier is one thing I thought, well, if there's an uh, opportunity, I think I'm, I have this in my heart to say, and then he ended up basically saying it. So I don't really need to say it. So it, it's, it's been said. And uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just throw out this, this one thing, which is not that. But what we do repeatedly will stick eventually. And so we train ourselves to do this, to look to the Lord in every situation. And if it's not been our way of life, our manner, of, uh, our habit, to always look to the Lord, to always rest in His grace, then we'll probably default back to ourselves, our strength, our knowledge, or a person that we typically go to whenever we're, you know, having a challenge. But we can change that. Eventually, you can build it in. I, I like to, I've used this before, I don't know where I might have been in the school but have you ever woken up in the morning and your hair is <laughs> Brian did... no sorry <laughs> sorry sorry have you ever woken up and your hair is kind of like doing something weird kind of you guys can relate to that right and and, and you, you comb it down or something and it goes back up and you go, and what do you need to do? Maybe put some water on it and comb it down, and then maybe it still wants to go up. And you kind of have to stick with it for a while before it stays. I think there's some truth to that in our behavior. In reliance and, and leaning on the Lord, trusting in Him. You've got to force it. You've got to do it every day. Every day. Every day. No matter the challenge, no matter the obstacle, no matter the decision that you have before you. Make yourself do it. 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 And one of these days, you'll do it without even thinking about it. It's just, it's your new default. I trust the Lord. And He gives me an answer. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's all stand up.